Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. It's almost Thanksgiving, your favorite holiday. It is my favorite holiday. This will come out the day after, I, I know. guess. But spoiler, we're recording the day before. I love me some Thanksgiving. I just like everything about it. And this year in Los Angeles, it's like autumnal. I mean, it's raining. It's very raining. Which is kind of gross. I know. The high is 51 tomorrow. What? It's weird here. I know everyone in the Midwest is like, fuck you, because they got like two feet of snow and is like very no, upset about you. it. But um, I'm feeling like I get to wear a sweater. Two years ago, it was like 95. It was disgusting. So I'm just pumped to like yeah. eat me some turkey, hang out with family, watch some TV. It'll be great. Yeah, I plan on wearing sweatpants a lot. Yeah. It's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. Going to see a few movies, I hope. Oh, yeah. That A-list life. <laughs> living, that a- living that A-list life. What are you fangirling over? I'm actually fangirling over a food that I finally got to eat this week, a seasonal food, pumpkin bread. Oh, my God. The one I in the office? Yes. I hadn't had it all of October. I finally got to eat some. Supposedly was just a Trader Joe's mix. No. But very good. No. And then there was one with chocolate chips. Yeah. I was living my best life. Pumpkin, that pumpkin bread in this office was, I had five pieces? I don't know. I like, had a lot. Yeah. Out of control. I think maybe just you and I ate it. That's always my favorite thing. We'll have these like casual exchanges about how we're trash garbage people. And you'll be like, oh, I had a beef stick for lunch. And I'm like, I had one for breakfast. Like, it's just like, I'm like, yeah, you're talking yeah. to the right person. I had two beef sticks yesterday. Yeah. I might have pumpkin pie before I head out. There's yeah. a carrot cake in this office right you gotta now. Gotta eat it. Yeah. What's your thought? What's your take on carrot cake? I like it. Not Love. my favorite. Oh, but you, you'll get down with it. Yeah. Some people think it's gross. I live for it. It's all about I've, the frosting. I don't think I've met a cake I don't like. What about like I'm, a fruit cake? I don't recall eating one yeah, in my for life. The best. I've seen a lot of them. Yeah. Like German chocolate, not my favorite, but I like it. Red velvet. I don't understand you. You're fine. Though there's I, not. It's like pizza. Yeah, you're like, Even great. when it's dry, you're like, this cake. It's good. It's <laughs> cake. It's sugar. It's delicious. Um, yeah, I, I feel similarly. I'm more of like a red velvet, like mini cupcake kind of gal. Oh, interesting. Than like a full cake person. Oh, I'm I mean. like funfetti sheet cake. Oh, yeah. We'll eat the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Kind of person. I mean, funfetti. What a dream. Um, so I am fangirling. Thank you for asking. Um, over <laughs> two things. Time out cake. <laughs> two things. One. We should post these photos because it was goddamn insane. We got the screener early for Maisel season three. Now, have I watched it? No. But I have. Right. It comes out next week, I think. But am I going to watch it this week? Yeah. Anyway, Amazon needs to calm down. We got this box. So it came. It was probably like eight inches by ten inches, let's call it. It is a bright pink Amazon box. So right away. Custom outside box. Then you open it. Inside is what I would like to call a leatherette caboodle. Um, (laughs) It was similarly shaped to the box that it came in. It came with a key. You opened the box. Inside the leatherette caboodle, which was bright pink, a set of coasters, a set of Uh, mazel poker chips. Yes. On top of that was a leather-bound little book with, like, fake postcards and things from, like, the tour. Inside that book were a set of luggage tags from the tour, and then there were the DVDs at the end. And I was just like, 
the money. And this was not the first of its kind. We got a similar situation for Modern Love, but just not as cute and not as many things. But I was just like, what is happening at Amazon? Calm down, everyone. I guess the only reason I want to be in a guild is to get surprises in the mail. Because that sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Our very expensive Netflix account, as we call it. Like, it's like we just get crazy things in the mail, but it's totally insane. So I'm fangirling over that one that I got Maisel early, but I'm sort of negating it because Amazon needs to, like, calm down. Again, this is season three of this show that has won several awards. It's not like like you don't have to try this hard. You don't have to try this hard. Everyone loves it. It's a critical darling. Like, people are going to vote for it. Calm down. But I am fangirling over the fact that Philly watched her first Disney movie. Great. And I almost lost my mind. You sent me a photo. Your face oh, my is God. so funny. Well, because it was the it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know if she's gonna be able to do it, but if she does, it's gonna be so great. But if she doesn't, maybe we'll try again. Like I just there was a lot of emotion. And we watched Frozen as her mm-hmm. first movie, which now I have an affinity for, but not something like an Aladdin or yeah. a Lion King. What made you choose Frozen? Because it's relevant. So glad you asked. We, I bought juice at the store, and I thought that she didn't know anything about this, and she asked me for an Elsa juice. And I was like, how do you, how do you know who Elsa is? Like, I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and so then that was, you know, now she knows who Elsa is, and now... A lot of Elsa and Anna talk. Yeah. A lot of Olaf talk. Mm. God bless those people at Disney, though, because I can't be watching an hour and 40-minute movie every day. Right? She doesn't need that much screen time. Right. It's like a treat. Right? Usually she gets like an episode of something a day. God bless Disney. There is a 22-minute Olaf's Christmas episode that is on Disney+. Plus that she's living for and she gets just a little taste of Elsa and Anna and we don't have to watch the whole movie and I'm like that's great oh, I love you fine people at the Disney Corp um but yeah it was overwhelming and is my life changed forever maybe yeah I think probably. this is why you have kids right to watch Disney movies yeah and push your pastime and hobbies on them yeah yeah so felt good about it <laughs> Maybe we post that photo too of me just being yeah. like so, so funny there's more there because I didn't know what I didn't know what was going to happen, so it was like a roller coaster of emotions in a short period of time. Anyway, also, though, I'm a bad parent. It's PG. I didn't know that Frozen was PG, so her because first movie. like, kind of violent? Well, at the end, he, like, tries to kill her, like, murder her. <laughs> like, I, I guess the humor is a little more, I don't know, there's Arrested Development references in that movie. Yeah. I think the second one, which I did enjoy, is more adult. You saw it already? Yeah, I saw it. The opening day came out, opening obviously. obviously. Great. Gonna need to see that. Um, yeah, but I felt like is she like Philly can hang. Watching that PG she movie, hang. too. She didn't care. <laughs> but I was like, oh, no, I'm a terrible mom. Speaking of PG movies, I believe what we're yeah. talking about is rated PG. 100% PG. So we kind of chatted about what we we're going to do. But one thing that almost everyone does this time of year. And I feel like Thanksgiving is kind of like the time that you can start doing it. Mm -hmm. You watch some holiday movies. Yeah. Um, We're not talking Hallmark or Lifetime, although I would watch. Did you know they have like a whole basically mini TV time to track all of your Lifetime movies? It's so smart. There are so many. I think they released 20 new ones this year alone. This year. How are there that many stories? What? (laughs) They, I mean, it's like keeps them afloat all year round. They're very fun to watch, I think. They're trash. They're very bad. I wish I could write one. Actually, I could. We could. Should we just workshop one 
with this podcast. It's about podcasting. That's, that's what this episode is, is we're just workshopping our This is not the worst we... idea. No. Not My the... face has lit up. <laughs> yes, you're very excited about it right now. Okay, we will do that after. Later. Okay. But we're going to talk, we're going to go, we're going to do a little head-to-head, kind of like our camp series. Yeah. But with holiday favorites, mm-hmm. will it get crazy? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we're starting, we're starting off pretty solid, I think. Yeah. Home Alone. Versus Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Is this basically just, for, we'll get into it, but we're talking about the same movie. Are we? I mean, different characters, different place. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, you start with Home Alone. Home Alone. The year is 1990. The beginning of a decade. Wow. <laughs> what will come out in 2020? Wow. Um, when Braddy... Eight-year-old Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin, acts out the night before a family trip to Paris. His mother makes him sleep in the attic. The worst punishment. We'll get into it. After the McAllisters mistakenly leave for the airport without Kevin, he awakens to an empty house and assumes his wish to have no family has come true. But his excitement sours when he realizes that two con men plan to rob his home and that he alone must protect the house. I mean, we all know the story, right? If you don't. Are you okay? So last night, as I was, like, preparing our, like, sleeper sofa for my Mm father-in-law, I just had, like, I associate sleeper sofas. I feel like that's what he's sleeping on in the attic, right? There's, like, a couch. It's, like, a sleeper sofa. In my brain, I'm like, oh. I would have been traumatized. It's got to be cold up there. dark. I mean, there was there were lights, but it seems miserable. Even as, like, a teenager, I would not want to go sleep in the attic, and I would be scared of that thing in the basement. Oh, yeah. That's so scary. Furnace yes. or whatever that is. Yeah, very scary. Um, beautiful home. The McAllisters live in quite a place. Yeah. Uh, I see why it was a target to get robbed. <laughs> yes, I see why their neighborhood was prime for the wet bandits. Yes. But what a magical movie. A John Hughes Christmas movie mm-hmm. takes place in Illinois, of mm-hmm. course. Of course. Um, didn't know this. Macaulay Culkin nominated for a Golden Globe for Home Alone. Those GGs. People people pulling out GG noms all the time. I feel like every time we do this, I'm like, what? Golden Globe's much more fun. So much, much more, more giving. Fun. Yes. Um, <laughs> much more open to diverse, diverse yes. performances. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, John Williams nominated for the amazing score oh in this God. movie and one of the original songs, which is instrumental with like a choir. Yeah. Um, it's called Somewhere in My Memory. Sure. I love the soundtrack. I especially love the rushed music when they're running in O'Hare. Mm-hmm. That's a jam. Yeah. So good. This film was entered into the Guinness Book of World Records as the highest box office gross comedy, accumulating $476 million worldwide. Can you can you believe? No, and I'm sure the budget, because the budget for Home Alone 2 was $20 million, so I'm sure the budget for Home Alone was maybe half that. Oh, so, like, smaller. the amount of money that they made is, yeah. like, insane. Well, on top of this, it's the highest grossing live-action comedy film for the United States until The Hangover Part 2 what? in 2011. That's shocking. That many years. Yeah. Not even like an Austin Powers beat that. No. That's crazy. It's insane. 30 years. Obviously, this movie, so successful. We got sequels. We got ones without Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Questionable. Yeah. We got video games. We got toys. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. I know like a lot of... um movie critics at the time started using home alone as a verb oh really? like he got home alone because oh. of the success of this movie and yeah. like the other movies weren't doing well yeah. because home alone rules it's great 
Yeah. It's also considered a traditional Christmas movie in Poland. It's aired every year on television. And is it like dubbed? I don't know. I just like maybe either or. Or they're just like, that's how people are learning English. (laughs) It's like through Kevin McAllister. And also in 2011, the movie aired a few days before Christmas, had an audience of over 5 million Polish people, making it the most popular show aired during Christmas ever. I love this. I love knowing this. Can you imagine being Macaulay Culkin and going to Poland? No. You are royalty. <laughs> you literally are. You're a god in Poland. Great. What is your favorite part about Home Alone? <sighs> really, really. I mean, the first montage, right, when he realizes that he's, in fact, Home Alone. And he's jumping on the He's having the best time. He's having the best time. He does the shaving. He does the classic, like, shaving, you know, aftershave mm-hmm. stuff, the scream, like... That's real fun. I do like when he first does the party when he's trying to like trick oh, the web band. Yeah, and he's doing with all the strings and the little Michael Je- the uh, Michael Jordan cutout. But I say something that I say woof all the time. Me too. And buzz your girlfriend. Buzz woof. your girlfriend. Woof. And like that just that Ooh. has like invaded me as a person. Fun fact about. Buzz, your girlfriend. Uh-huh. The director thought it would just be so rude to say that about any girl. Yes. Like, oh, let's lovely. not do that. Mm-hmm. So they had the art director's son dress up like a girl for that photo. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, Chris Columbus directed this. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, his directorial debut was Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. He also wrote Goonies. Like, he, and then, like, wow. I mean, this man has contributed. Be like, if you're a Harry Potter person, he did two Harry Potters. Like, wow. Chris Columbus. Really hitting up your childhood. Hitting up our childhood like no other. Um, but, yeah, what's your favorite part? Um, I love, like, just eating all that ice cream and watching a movie, which is actually a fictional movie. Oh, yeah. That, like, gangster movie, Angel with Filthy Souls is uh-huh. what it's called. Not a real movie. Yeah. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Wish it were. Yeah, wish it I were. I also really love all the hijinks. Just every, like, those robbers should be dead. Oh, yeah. Especially in the psycho one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, there's a lot of hijinks, but then there's, like, a lot of heart. And, yeah. like, oh, my God. Marley, when he goes to church? The creepy guy? Oh, yeah. Wasn't in the original script. Can what? you imagine? No. Home Alone without him? No, that's how you, like, circle back to, like, yeah. How do you, what? <laughs> like, Is there a copy of the original I need to know? What happens? Yeah, when he goes to church and then, like, sees the granddaughter with the old man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very... Very touching. Yeah. and also, Could cry depending on the day. Just a lot of people really dropping the ball. Like, a lot of adults not, like, stepping up and being like, there's this child yeah. They're kind alone. of suspicious at the grocery store. Yeah, when he buys the But then the they toothbrush. let him go. Yeah. It's like no one... I mean... The police do come by. But he's smart and has all those plans. But it's so they don't just, see anything wrong. Yeah, and I love all the memes about Home Alone, where it's like if Home Alone happened in 2019, it's like, Mom, let me call you on your cell phone. Yeah. You left me Home Alone. Oh, no, I'll come get you. Uh, movie wait. over. Wait, <laughs> Catherine O'Hara in this movie? Perfect. John Candy? That might be my favorite all part. All of his lines are improvised. Wait, this movie. <laughs> Wait. The whole concept for this movie came because of Uncle Buck. 
Yes. Because Macaulay Culkin is in that. Yes. And he does, like, some little, like, he, like, interrogates a babysitter through, um, like, the opening of, like, a mail slot uh-huh. in the front door. And that's what triggered this whole thing. Uncle Buck doesn't get the due it deserves. No. Yeah. People don't talk about, people don't talk about John Candy, like, enough, period. Yeah. Which I is agree. A, I mean, I talk about John Candy every year at Thanksgiving because Planes, Trays, and Automobiles is one of the funniest movies in the history of time. And the best Thanksgiving movie. Why there aren't, aren't there very many. Right. Why aren't there more? It's a, mm. Ripe. It's a situation ripe for, for cinema. Yes. Okay. Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone 2. 1992, they come out with Immediately. this hot. But in the movie, it is only supposed to be the next Christmas. It's uh-huh. one year later. Could you imagine forgetting your son or losing your son two years in a row? What a time. You got to feel like real tough parents. Yeah. Also, the dad, forget his name right now. Not a great dad. John Hurd? Yes, yeah. John Hurd. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. Uh, don't know his name in the movie, but I don't feel like he's very present. No. It's always Catherine O'Hara. Always wearing like an overcoat. He's definitely the type of dad, and you're going to like, I don't know if you're going to even understand this reference. So my dad uh, had a job where he had to wear like like nice shoes to work, like like okay. loafers or something. And in the Midwest, you would have these like rubber things that would like go over your nice shoes so as to like not destroy your nice shoes. Sure. Mr. McAllister is 100% wearing those things all yeah. the time in the winter. Yeah. Like, he's, like, taking care of his shoes maybe before his kids. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, no, we forgot our same child again. And the mom is like, we got to go get him. Okay, so Home Alone 2. After snarky youth, no more bratty, <laughs> snarky, Kevin McAllister loses track of his father at the airport. He mistakenly gets on a plane headed for New York City. Also wouldn't happen in a post-9-11 world. While the rest of the McAllisters fly to Florida, now alone in the Big Apple, Kevin cons his way into a room at the Plaza Hotel and begins his usual antics. But when Kevin discovers that the Sticky Bandits, formerly the Wet Bandits, are on the loose, he struggles to stop them from robbing an elderly man's store just before Christmas. What are the odds? What are the odds? What are the odds? They're all in New York City. Why would they go to New York? Like, is it just because it's busy? It's so they escape fun. prison after a year. They have been imprisoned after the wet bandit situation in Home Alone Part Uno. Mm-hmm. They escape. There's like a riot. And then they make their way to New York. So <laughs> there is a lot of like hijinks in mo- th- this movie. This ramps up the hijinks. This really ramps it up. The violence in this movie at one point... I believe it's Marv, um, is electrocuted and becomes a skeleton for a second. Yes. Oh, yes. I remember being scared of <laughs> It's my of that. favorite part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. This movie, though, really hinges on the talk boy. Perfect product placement. Yeah. I mean, that's how he, like, records. This was, it's like a Hasbro movie. It, like, is it's a Hasbro for movie. the toy. Yeah. And then, there, as we talked about before, there was, there was Talk Girl. Girl Which talk. I think I had. Yeah. Um... This movie made $359 million on that $20 million budget. So yeah, they were just crushing it. Chris Columbus came back to direct. But my always my big takeaway, and everyone I believe knows this, but we should have known then. Donald Trump is in this movie. Yes. He sees a child alone, unattended, in the plaza, doesn't raise his hand, doesn't do anything, doesn't maybe suggest to the concierge that we should investigate this, just lets him go. And I was like, oh. well, we need to be. Well, I should have known. At this time, 
Donald Trump owned the plaza. He no longer oh, owns okay. the plaza. But during when it was filmed there, Donald Trump in a lot of weird shows. He's on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Desperate. Is he mm. in Zoolander? Maybe? No, I hope not. I don't know. Um, Tim Curry in this movie, though. Great. Tim Curry. Rob Schneider in this movie. Yes. Also, which I had forgotten. Yes. He plays the bellhop. My favorite part, besides the skeleton and violence of this movie, um, a couple things. One, the pizza in the limo and the mini fridge in the hotel. Are you familiar with the mini fridge in the hotel? Because it's literally just cookies and candy. Love that. Like, it, did he... This is a child's fantasy. Yes. And he's in a huge ass room at yes, the plaza it's a suite it's insane and we have to talk about the pigeon lady i thought that was where you were going with yes this. that's my other favorite because she has seven different accents oh yeah she's not great <laughs> yeah her voice changes <laughs> yeah. every scene like as an actress not great but the story very great story great she's fallen on hard times mm-hmm. they're where it's they're above carnegie hall when he because he's scared of her it's, again it's the same it's the same movie. movie there's an elderly person that he's scared of thinks that they're you know up to no good ultimately i'm just gonna say this frozen 2 is kind of frozen basically well, i mean also goes away and if you does, have a winning formula yeah repeat it i get it like you can't go too off then people get all upset but then there's all the, the turtle doves. There's a Toy Story route. There's a lot going on in like yeah. 90 minutes of this movie. It's kind of like a kid had a fever dream after watching the first Home Alone. Mm-hmm. It's like fan fiction, Home yeah. Alone. Yeah, Home Alone 2 is like child fiction. Because then he also goes to his – he finds his dad's – one, he has his dad's credit card. That's like a whole preposterous thing. That's how he's even paying for anything. And then he finds his dad's address book, which my parents had an address book. Don't know if your parents did. Uh, Definitely a relic of, like, times gone by. But he realizes that his uncle, Rob, who they were supposed to go see in Paris last year, lives in New York, but they're still in Paris, feeling like Kevin doesn't really understand his family very well. No. <laughs> How big is the family? Always unclear. At the In Home Alone 1, I'm very confused as to whose kids are whose. Yeah. Love Fuller, though. The best kid. Yeah. With that Pepsi. Meanwhile, Kevin's family is in Florida. And they're staying at the place where the McAllisters honeymooned. And it seems like a terrible motel. Yeah. It's raining. It's pouring rain the whole time. They're watching It's a Wonderful Life in Spanish. Like, they're having a terrible time. And then they figure out that the credit card is in New York. So then they all go to New York. This definitely is fan fiction. Like, I'm having the best time as a kid and my parents are having a terrible time. Yeah, and the reason why it's ultimately then fan fiction is because at the end, after he thwarts the robbery plan... At the toy store, yeah. the guy is so thankful that he sends over like a truckload of yes. toys into their wrapped. suite. They're wrapped. And the, the McAllisters get a free suite because Mrs. McAllister bitched out Tim Curry. And yeah. it's like... Also, you don't know how many kids and what ages these kids are. Zero idea. No idea. And like Buzz is a douche and would be mad if he got a child's toy. Yeah. He's like... I wanted to say he was slightly less douchey in this movie, but he's not because he humiliates Kevin at the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's why Kevin is, like, all pissed again. And he's like, I don't want to be with you. You're all assholes (laughs) is essentially what happens. Similarities. Well, the plot or the essential story, very similar as we discussed. The first movie, they missed their alarm clock because of the power outage. In the second movie, I think Mr. McAllister just, like, unplugs it. Like, he unplugs the alarm clock accidentally. I don't like being late for the airport. It makes me very nervous. Don't like that at all. Kevin's left by his parents. You have the wet 
bandits slash sticky bandits. Who should have been dead in both films. Yes. Get a lot of hijinks. So many hijinks. Scary elderly people that are ultimately nice. <laughs> yep. What a weird... As we're saying these things, like, if you, these were just individual elements of a movie, you'd be like, if we were pitching, is insane. Uh, Buzz being a dick. And great junk food. Maximum junk food. Yes, perfect. Also, like, how did Kevin have... Does he buy a coat in Home Alone 2? No, I'm not remembering. You know what I mean? He thinks he's going to Florida. That's true. And, like, how does, does he, he steal seasonal it? appropriate wear? Good question. He has to be freezing. He spends a lot of time outside. Yeah, he's running in and out of the park. He's always lot. with the pigeon lady. Yeah, he's always always in the park. Very close to the plaza. Big though. difference here. One is at home. One is away in New York. Mm-hmm. The talk boy. The talk boy. The the one big difference too is Kevin actually makes it to the airport in the f- second movie. Yes, like he's that's on. true. He's getting there. You think it's gonna happen? You think he's gonna get to to Florida? And then, no, he follows the wrong guy after he's trying to, like, do something. And then he thinks that his dad is not. My thing is, like, they still checked tickets. Like, how does he even get on the wrong plane? Yeah. We have a coworker who got who told me a story about how he got on the wrong plane and ended really? up in the wrong place. Yeah, again, pre-9-11, but I was just like, man, how? Where did they end up? He thought he was going to, like... He thought he was, like, like say he was, like, in Dallas and he thought he was going to, like, Houston. Like, it was, like, a short flight or something. Mm-hmm. And he ended up, like, in Denver. Like, wow. totally not somewhere he was trying to go. Not even, like, pre-post-9-11. But to me, planes are so full now. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how that would work. Yeah, like, is there an available seat? Yeah. Like, there must have been some sort of mix-up. How did you get on? I don't know. A lot of logistic questions that just get brushed aside in these movies. Wow. Okay, so which one... Maybe which one do you prefer? Which one do you watch more? So I definitely watch Home Alone more. I watch it every year. It's in my I probably cri- do it's too. in my Christmas rotation movies for sure. I haven't seen Home Alone two in quite some time. Do I want to watch it again now? Yeah, yeah, because I think it's like insane. Yeah, I think Home Alone two is the funnier movie because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's probably even more ridiculous now. Like as an adult, um, yeah. As a kid, yeah, it's just like kid candy basically but now you're like oh god yeah but that first one just i don't know if it's with the john williams score because i'm sure it's in both movies but there's something that's just more heartfelt Mm -hmm. in the first one it feels more i don't know holiday family (gasps) it's nice well in the first one i think too like kevin doesn't know for most of the movie if he can like do this if he can like survive on his own right and he's Mm kind of like figuring it out and finding his way and he doesn't know why his parents are gone right in the second one he knows they're in floor he knows where they are and he has also survived a very similar situation the year before so he's like yeah i got this yeah like there's like a cockiness to him (laughs) it's a little bit different yeah like, he doesn't care. He doesn't need them yeah, no, this time like, around. Because he basically was like, I don't want to spend the holidays with you. Peace out. And then that happens. But it's crazy. A year later, you didn't learn the lesson of the first one. Right. And and I feel like Catherine, there's not as, she doesn't have to, like, work as hard to, like, get to him. They're just like, oh, let's go to New York. <laughs> like, once they figure out where the credit card yeah. is. She's not, like, in a van. Yeah. Like, your brother-in-law lives there. It's fine. We can stay there. Yeah. It was not. It was a little bit easier. Um, when was when was the last time you saw, like, a like a Home Alone 3? Never. I don't think I've ever seen them either. I think there are five. So I told you this, but my roommate's dad preferred the other ones. The was not a fan Macaulay of Macaulay Culkin and liked the other boys better. 
I do not believe this to be true. <laughs> I am going to disagree. And I don't plan to watch them. They're not even over Christmas, I don't think. At no. least not all of them. It's just like, so sorry we left you. I don't know. It, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't care for it. I didn't need like a franchise out of Home Alone. Arguably, you don't need Home Alone too. No. But, I mean, apparently you did because it made bank as well. And people just wanted to see it. But they're... No, it's Macaulay Culkin. That's yeah. who you're. That's who you're going to see. Yeah, he's like the ultimate child star. Yeah, definitely. Things went real south after Home Alone, like with I his mean, with his family. I was, was like, like a hello, lot of, Richie Rich. Um, yeah, there's a lot of drama there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, launched the careers of other Culkins. Yeah, a lot of Culkins in the mix. Love a Culkin. <laughs> Love a Culkin. I don't think I ever played the video game. I remember the commercials for it, or, like, I've definitely seen it, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever played it. Hmm. It has to be fun, because you're just stopping the robbers by doing things. Yeah. That seems fun. So in our camp in our camp series, we had a canoe scale. Should we have, like, a like a Christmas tree scale or something? Like, how Christmassy do these movies feel to you? Ooh, or how ooh, holiday do these movies ooh, feel to you? This is hard. I know. Because obviously I prefer one over the other, but if we're just talking how holiday mm-hmm. the movie is, like five trees for both. <laughs> five trees. <laughs> five trees. It's a five tree scale. Yeah. They're both, because it's just the whole thing is just like max Christmas. Yeah. The whole time. And it's just like, yeah, five and trees. And that, again, talking about that score, but it makes you feel like it's Christmas now when you hear that music. Yes. Oh, it's part, again, it's yes. part of my rotation. Like, yes, it's just like part of our lives. It's tradition. Yeah. So White Christmas, Home Alone, Elf. Nightmare like, Before Christmas. <laughs> there's things. Good for three months. It's good. Really. <laughs> really starts at, I think, at Halloween. Yep. Gets you right on through. All right. Five trees for both. Um, yeah, I like, our, I like this tree scale. <laughs> I love making up scales. I do too. We love ranking things for no apparent reason. Yes. Um, please tell us your favorite Home Alone movie. Is Home Alone in your rotation? Did for you the prefer the third one? With this unnamed boy that we don't know. He has a bowl cut. I do remember that. Bowl cut's real cute in the 90s. Um, send us an email. HelloFangirls. Gmail.com. Find us on social. Leave us a review. All those things. So until next week. Bye. bye.